Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX. Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit amfam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Hello, mate. How are you? John Roca? Not John Roca. I, I don't know who that man is. John Roca. I know I've heard, you. I've heard, not John Roca. I've heard of a man called Bastos. It's not John Roca. It's John Roca. That's not the outlaw. He doesn't look anything like that. Do you know where I can find Mike Kalinowski? Mr. Kalinowski? Yes. You know he's Mike a, Kalinowski? He's a muggle, I believe. I believe so. I believe he is. He's a, a mug. I believe he's out in the muggle well. All right, John. Thank somewhere. you. Good it's seeing not John Roca. It's not John Roca. Cheers. Hello there. Good afternoon. Gentlemen, and welcome back to the movie trivia Smowdown. It is a playoff atmosphere here. It is a playoffs atmosphere. <laughs> it's a playoffs ass in here, and we're excited to be See, here. Ass of a playoffs here, the butt of a tournament. And ladies and gentlemen, it is the ultimate Schmodown, the team edition. And I am luckily uh, enough joined by a man who can talk, and that is Ken Knapsack, the Grantland Rice of modern day. Ken, how are you, <laughs> sir? The pit boss. Uh, I'm happy to be here talking into an iPhone. And let me tell you something. This is a uh, interesting time. I love tournaments, yeah. whether it's the tournament here for the singles, uh, the teams, or roses. I love tournaments when everyone gets together and competes for everything, moving forward, brackets, all those things, side bets. We don't recommend you do that, illegal in some states still. Uh, but this is going to be, I don't know what to expect from today's match. That's right. Well, you have the Paddington 2 versus the Evil Geniuses. Now, look, uh, the Evil Geniuses, a little bit of a switcheroo here with who's actually competing in the Evil Geniuses. When you look at the Paddington 2, yeah. As rock solid as you can get as far as film criticism goes, film know-how people you see at screenings, Matt Ashley yep. 
and Alonzo Duralde mainstays of the Regal Cinemas in yeah. Burbank. <laughs> Duralde and actually they're they're the type of folks that when they tweet something, you listen, you respect them. They're mm-hmm. they're legitimate. Whereas like you and me just give a thumbs up and ask to click and subscribe. These guys know what they're doing, and that knowledge does translate. But some they've they've in their previous matches come so close they can't get over that that hump. And I know maybe we'll hear them talk about it, but I think that can can burn on their wonderful souls. That's right. Now, when you look at a sense of humor, I think that that's what Evil Geniuses have brought along with a lot of wins. I mean, Evil Geniuses, you look at Alon Harris, he was this close, you know, to to tasting glory last year, and I know he wants to get back to that, but when he looks at his teammate, Simon Thompson, you talk about people whose tweets you respect. The guy's name is Showbiz Simon for a reason. He tweets something about a movie, and you say, I did not think about Angel Has Fallen in that context. (laughs) And that's probably why he's here. We know Lon Harris and his brother Jonathan. My favorite Harris. Your your favorite of the Harrises. Uh, You know, they've had some partner issues in the past. And and I think Lon Harris is one of those uncrowned champions, at least in his mind, his knowledge. Uh, you know, he, 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 he's one of those guys. He'll, he'll, he'll teach one of those master classes online about film knowledge and criticism and mm-hmm. just got to pay like forty nine ninety nine a chapter. But he, he wants to win. He wants to prove that that knowledge also translates to the Schmodown. That's right. Lon Harris trading in GTE for Simon Thompson. Same amount of hair follicles, but we'll see if the knowledge improves with Evil Geniuses going against the Paddington 2. Let's take a look at what each team had to say in their pre-interview. They're a scary team, and no one's talking yet about these guys. These guys are a super team. We're back! That's it. We're we're tired of being on the verge. Yeah. 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 We've been the next best thing, or the next big thing for the last, what, two years? Right, we got robbed. And your winner! This time, we're going to see it across the line. Right, you had a good run? Uh, Yes, no, it's been uh, been lovely. I've been enjoying myself. But, you know, uh, also, Rand is not a good look on me. Ah, <laughs> uh, once more, I, I find myself back at the Schmodown team tournament, and once more, I find myself partnerless. What a what a revolting development! How things have once again turned out. Being left partnerless, rudderless in this world, I took as I do so often one of my regular walking tours of Northern Europe. And who did I meet during my sojourn? A local scholar who was also visiting from the area. You were partnerless, and my phone didn't ring. So we're up against the evil geniuses. I'll, I'll give them the, you know, I'm a little concerned about their title. I'll give them the evil part. As I've always said, those a-holes that think they know it all really annoy those of us who actually do. No longer the evil geniuses. I propose that we call ourselves the supreme intellect. Uh, after my career as a bald Harry Potter impersonator was sadly cut short. Um, and after my legacy as Jason Statham's sex double uh, was unfortunately curtailed due to legal reasons, um, I realized that I had a knowledge for film. So I decided that I would accept your invitation um, and uh, join the family. Don't stand in our way, because uh, we're going to give you the hard stare.
Ken, the breaking yeah. news here is that we have yeah. supreme intellect. Is yeah. now the name of the we, team. I mean, we can't we can't even <laughs> afford this point, to change the graphic on the fly. Yeah. Uh, right. Supreme uh, Supreme intellect, intellect is how you're going to be introducing them. It's not going to say evil geniuses, yeah. but Lalan and Simon, they are they're here to stay. Simon apparently living in a bin over there in the UK. Lawn finds them on a walkabout, <laughs> and now they're here. I did sense some tension, uh, pretty palpable, between Jonathan not being selected as a partner here. We'll see if yeah. that does anything. Then on the other side, you get uh, Alonzo and Matt. Uh, they're just two cool, cool cucumbers, if I could say that phrase. Uh, but like I said, Ashley knows. Uh, you know, he wants to prove he's gotten close before. They're all they had a run, and they want to build on that. And and we'll see if they can do that today. And I love Ashley's Christmas lights around the neck. He's got his Christmas lights, and you know that the patented two wants to win this match in advance in the tournament for no other reason, so that we yeah. get closer to the holiday season. And Alonzo can once again pimp out his great book. Have yourself a movie, Little Christmas. That's a, that's just a deliciously punful title. Isn't I it love that. Great? Oh, that's, that's that that makes me giggle. Die Hard prominently yep. mentioned, <laughs> and one of these teams is going to advance in the Ultimate Showdown Teams Tournament. Ken, what is the tale of the tape? What are each one of these teams good at? You want to do it together? Do you have you anything know, in front of you? Let's do it together. Let's. Should we hold hands like Thelma and Louise the, going up? The Paddington Two. I believe a graphic is being run over this, so it doesn't really <laughs> matter. The Paddington Two. Obviously, they're good at holiday movies. They're yep. also good at dramas and getting sandwiches to be made out of marmalade. Oh. Wow, absolutely. And then on the uh, Evil Geniuses Supreme Intellect side, uh, Lon feels he has no weaknesses. Uh, and uh, French foreign films, uh, silent films, uh, any any of those kind of great classics. And, of course, uh, Jason Statham movies seems to be something that they all love indeed. With Simon, he brings a lot of skills. We'll see, though, how, how, uh, how those strengths translate here today. The only weakness Lon the professor has is that crusty old dean who just doesn't want to give him tenure just yet. <laughs> Ken, are you ready to go, sir? Yes, sir, Mr. Ellis. Then it's time for the movie trivia showdown. <laughs> Handling the announcements today is baseball writer extraordinaire Ken the Pit Boss Naps. All right, here we go. Introducing first. With a record of one win. Two defeats it's and one knockout. Alonzo Dora, Matt Atchley, the Paddington Two. In season. Look at that. Bringing in holiday. <laughs> I love it. Ashley always looks like he's four days into a cruise we all should join. And I love it. I love it. Judging by those jean shorts, he took a cruise to Ross Dress for Less, Ken. <laughs> all right. And their opponents. Led to the arena by their manager, Jonathan Harris. This is the professor. Lord Harris and the scholar Simon Thompson, hereby known as Supreme Jonathan Harris coming out of the gate early, but then here's the the new team name Supreme Intel. 
Ron yeah. Harrison, Matt Atchity, bowing. Alonzo returns it. Simon, cool, calm, collected, taking, yeah. taking a sip of water. Is that actually water? <laughs> he spit it back in, Ken, as though it were some sort of hard Russian vodka. Yeah, this is uh, where all, all the competitors are set and ready. All right, gentlemen, you have arrived at the movie trivia Schmodown, the ultimate Schmodown <laughs> team's tournament. Here is how the rules work for this three-round match in round number one. Eight questions are going to be asked to the field. As soon as we ask a question, you have 15 seconds to write down your best attempt at an answer on the whiteboard in front of you. Penmanship is always appreciated. Once we ask you by name to reveal your answer, please show what you wrote on the whiteboard to us at the answer desk as well as the cameras, and then verbalize your answer into the microphone at the same time. This is an individual test of knowledge, although it is a team match. So you may not rely on the strength of your teammate for questions to be answered in round number one. Each point you accrue goes towards your team's total. Each question is worth one point. There's no penalty for missing a question. There is no stealing in round number one. Uh, I want the teams and the individual competitors to keep in mind your three usages of the JTE rule throughout the duration of the match. Juan, you remember JTE. Oh, just hey. Just hey, yes, just of course. Hey, rule. Yes. If you are sure what? of the answer to a question or you just want to buy yourself some time, you didn't hear us ask it properly, use the JTE rule. It gives you another 15 seconds to get your answer together. You also, each team has one challenge to be used at any point throughout the three-round match. And with that, I will ask first the Paddington 2. Matt, Alonzo, are you ready to play? Oh, and how? Uh, I'm ready as long as we acknowledge that this is the glasses match. The gl <laughs> this is a uh, spectacle match. I see 16 eyes up there. And uh, the evil genius, excuse me, Supreme Intellect, Thank are you. you ready to play today? Uh, I think so. Very confident by Simon. Lon, you want to back that up? Quite, very much. Very mm -hmm. much so, quite. Let's get ready to slow down! Or, as Matt would say, welcome to Movie Phone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gentlemen, your first question will be asked by Ken, the author of Why We Love Star Wars, Knapsack. That's right, sir. Thank you. Now available in audiobook form. By All you. Right. Read by you. Read by me. Uh, question one. Categories, action slash adventure. Action slash adventure. Who directed 1997's Face Off? Uh, Face so Off is what I have to do every night before I go to sleep. <laughs> Make up. Like, uh, <laughs> like Dan Aykroyd in Nothing But Trouble? That's one of the greatest all-time films. Five, four, three, two, one. Is it one of the best all-time films? Two, one. Yes, it is. Uh, we're looking for answers starting with Matt. Uh, John Woo. That's correct, sir. It Come is on. the great John Woo. That's right. John Woo. We got Simon. I'm going to go with films that John Woo directed for 500. <laughs> That's <laughs> a clean sweep. Yeah. A clean sweep. All right, your next category comes in the world of romantic comedies. And your question is, Emma Stone starred as Olive Pendergast, a modern-day Hester Prynne in this film inspired by The Scarlet Letter. Uh, speaking of, uh, of John Woo, yeah. uh, caught hard target last night on Ooh, Stars yeah. Holds Up. You, Every ounce of that movie. You're just living a great life. Five, <laughs> four. I had nobody three, to tell me I can't watch. Two, <laughs> one. Looking for answers, starting with Lawn. I believe the film is Easy A. You are correct, sir. Easy A. We got that, Simon. I'm going to go with John Woo's Easy <laughs> A. <laughs> it's not directed by John Woo, but we'll give you the point. 
Easy A, chapter two. Uh, <laughs> easy A and an easy point for all four gentlemen. Tied at four. Third question comes in the category of dramas. Dramas. What 90s mystery stars John Travolta, my personal favorite actress, Madeline Stowe, James Cromwell, and Timothy Hutton? Can I ask you a question? When did young Knapsack first stumble upon Madeline Stowe and say, that's the one for me for all time? Unlawful Entry. I was going to say Unlawful Entry or Last then, of the Mohicans. And uh, then Last Mohicans followed by Bad Girls, the greatest Western ever made. Five. Young Guns 2 is not happy three, with what you just said. Two, one. It knows why. Uh, looking for answers, starting with Alonzo. <laughs> Next. That's that incorrect. 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 Simon. Uh, I drew a sausage. <laughs> we hope that's a sausage. <laughs> correct in another game, but wrong for us. Matt. Uh, General's daughter? That is correct, sir. There it is. Lawn. I also had the general's Look daughter. Look at that. We're still okay. tied. We're still tied. Still, still tied, tied with uh, two perfect rounds going. That'd be by Matt Atchity and Lon Harris. We mm -hmm. advance to mm -hmm. your next category that is crime films. And your query in the 2018 film Widows, Liam Neeson plays a professional thief who is married to whom? We need the name of the performer, not the name of the character. The actual person. Yeah, I, I caught this one on uh, Stars as well. Star. <laughs> that Star subscription really paying that, off. Bought that 70-inch yeah. TV. Five. Uh, 75-inch, Ken, please. Two. Don't undersell one. what so I'm bringing sorry, to the table. Sir, so sorry, sir. Uh, so Looking for answers, starting with uh, si uh, Simon. Uh, I drew a cat. That is a cat. But that is correct. It's a fine, it's a fine example. That's a fine example. That cat's name is Viola Davis. <laughs> that is correct. That is correct. <laughs> Not just a fine actress, but an instrument I play well, Viola Davis. There we go. Also, for the lead, we got All right. Reed. Seven to six. Seven to six. The comments are going to say, uh, Mark and Ken having too much fun here today. Uh, <laughs> this is usually the case, Ken. Fifth question comes to the category of fantasy slash sci-fi. Fantasy sci-fi. What is the name of Jeffrey Rush's character in the Pirates of the Caribbean films? And a note to the competitors: don't need the the rank, just need the just need the name That's that my the character goes by. Second favorite ride at Disneyland. I use it to take naps in. To Pirates, recover, yeah, to yeah, just Five, never. Four, three, two, one. Uh, looking for answers, starting with Matt. Barbosa. You're perfect. Nailed it. Lon. It is Barbosa. All right, Lon remains perfect. Barbosa. Alonzo's got it. I had Steve. Steve is not the <laughs> answer. Paddington. Two. Uh, is it? Is it not Captain Steve Barbosa? <laughs> yeah, Steve, Steve is his middle name. I can't believe it's never referred to more often. To uh, get our research department Steve, on that. Stephen Kevin Barbosa. <laughs> yeah. Seven to nine. We should point out that uh, Atchity and Harris Lon uh, both uh, perfect so far in this round. They're tossing perfect games, and we have three categories left. And if they manage to maneuver those perfectly as well, they will be asked a bonus question to them and only them that is also worth one point. Your next category is in the world of comedies. <laughs> and your question is, who stars as country singer Dewey Cox in Walk Hard, The Dewey Cox Story? Favorite all-time movie of a friend of the show, Jason Inman. Oh, loves. Yeah. He loves that. Huh? He was That's looking for it on Blu-ray on Amazon. Five, Not sure if he's found it four. yet. Four. I've got Bad Girls 2. One. Uh, looking for answers, <laughs> starting with Lawn. The great John C. Riley. It is. John we C. Riley. We got a correct answer there. Simon. Uh, John C. Riley, otherwise known as Steve. That's right. 
Catch it. Uh, Mark's cousin, John C. Riley. There we go. I'll take that. Incorrect. I'll take correct, that. Correct, correct. 11 9, still a two point lead here from Evil Geniuses. And Lon, actually, still perfect so far. Seventh question comes in the category of animated, animated films. Who voiced young Simba in 1994's The Lion King? Going you know, back um, to the greatest year in history because that was the year Bad Girls was released. Was 94? <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's go down the vet. So, Madeline Stowe, Drew Barrymore. Uh, uh, Mary Stewart Masterson, uh, five, uh, five. Four. I'll Andy count McDowell. it down. You said three. Yeah. That was the other one, too. Yeah, one. Pens down. We're going to you first, Alonzo. JTT, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. That was Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Did Simon have it? Uh, I have John Woo. John Woo. <laughs> John Woo did not direct it. Jonathan guess. Taylor, Thomas, Steve Barbosa, Chapter 2. <laughs> That's it. I call him Jatete, Jonathan Taylor Thomas. Look at that. Got a 13 10 game. Bye. All Matt right. Ashley, Lord Harris, perfect going into the final question. If they can get this last question right, they will be asked a bonus question. Your category horror slash thriller. And the question is the final one in round number one. What 2001 horror film stars Gina Phillips and Justin Long as a sister and brother who encounter flesh-eating creature on a backcountry road? Whew. You talk about a road trip you don't want to get into. Am I right, Ken? <laughs> That's oh, better boy. than the Can 10 freeway to Arizona. And <laughs> He's going through Brawley. Brawley. Five, Brawley, California. Four, three. Re repeat the question, please. I can we got do that. What 2001 horror film stars Gina Phillips and Justin Long as a sister and brother who encounter flesh-eating creature on a backcountry road? And then Ken and I had a good laugh remembering that long, dusty drive where we almost perished yes. to Arizona. But we went to Jamba Juice. There ain't no good guys. Five, four, three, two, one. Uh, all right, pens down looking for answers starting with Simon. Uh, I'm going with cabin fever. It is not sir. cabin fever. Does Matt actually have it for a perfect round? Jeepers Creepers. He does! Got it! Juan Harris. Jeepers He's Creepers. He's perfect! Jeepers Creepers and Jeepers Creepers. We got a 15 11 game, but we got two perfect rounds from the professor, Lon Harris, and Matt. Cruise ship Atchity. Here we go. <laughs> Are you going to ask this one, sir? Do the honors? Uh, sure, why not? Your bonus question, gentlemen. Because, too, you did throw a perfect round. We do need you to write it like a normal round one question. Uh, Alonzo and Simon, you can take five. Your question to Matt and Juan. Fatal Attraction, Evil Dead 2, and Good Morning Vietnam were all released in what year? Need the century, the decade, and the specific number. Can you repeat the question? Certainly can. That's a JTE rule for the evil genius. Excuse me, supreme intellect. Fatal Attraction, Evil Dead 2, and Good Morning Vietnam were all released in what year? Uh, your favorite of those three? Hard to go against GMV, right? Yeah. A lot of people yeah. like uh, ED2. No, I'll go. I'll go GMV. I won't Five, be ignored. Four. Can three. Two, one, pens down. We're going to start with Matt. 1986? Incorrect. Incorrect. Does Lon Harris have it? 
I oddly also have 1986. No, looking for 1987. 87. Oh. 87. 87. The year Andre Dawson hit 49 home runs to win the National League MVP for a last place team. 1987. It's sir. also the year the Washington Redskins won Super Bowl 22 with Doug Williams as their starting quarterback, Ken. We move on to round number two as Paddington 2 and e Evil Geniuses slash Supreme oh, Intellect. Neither uh, competitor in the bonus round was able to take advantage and score a point. So Paddington 2 will remain with a four-point advantage over Supreme Intellect. As we head into round number two, this is the wheel round, the wheel of fate. Doom and Justice. On that there wheel, you're going to see 10 movie categories from 10 different genres of movie trivia. Schmodown know-how. You also have the competitor's favorite spinner's choice and what every competitor dreads, opponent's choice. Once you settle on a category, you're going to hear six questions asked to that team in that world. Each question is worth two points. There's no penalty for missing a question. However, stealing is available in round number two. So if you're not sure of the answer, the team can ask us for multiple choice. We'll give you four options, one of which is the correct answer. At that point, the value of the question goes down to one point. Uh, the Paddington 2 is currently enjoying a four-point advantage. So, Matt, Alonzo, would you like to spin the wheel first? Alonzo's going to spin. Alonzo's going to do it. Uh, Mark, we do want to let everyone know this wheel, uh, today's match is sponsored by our Schmodown patron, Reefton. Reefton. How about a hand for Reefton? Yeah. Sponsor Wheel, 70s Movies, and Bad Girls co-star Drew Barrymore. They've got Ooh. Pixar. Pixar, do you want to keep it? Spin again. Keep it or spin again. Okay. One They're going to spin again. They're going to spin again. Spin away from Pixar. Reefton. Reefton's Reef Wheel. Reefton wanted 70s movies or yeah. Drew Barrymore. Ooh. And they get Hitchcock. Hitchcock. Hitchcock movies. All right, Ken. Well, if you just look at these two gentlemen on the street mm -hmm. and you say, hey, these are these are uh, esteemed movie personalities, right. you'd figure they know a lot about Hitchcock. You would think so. You would think so. Gentlemen, are you confident in a Hitchcock? Yeah, yeah, that was actually one of the yeah. ones we requested. So, oh, oh wow, <laughs> breaking story. Which here. is not to say that we're gonna do this right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ken will be administering your Alfred Hitchcock questions. Did I just give away the name of. Uh, is, is that one of the questions? <laughs> what was his first name? <laughs> yeah, you might have. First question out of four. Out of four. Out of six. Out of six. <laughs> I've never. Good watched, evening. Never watched one of these. Um, what film featuring Farley Granger and Robert Walker is about a young tennis player and a charming psychopath that intend to exchange murders? Strangers on a Train. That's two points for Paddington 2. Crisscross. What Hitchcock film featuring Cary Grant and Grace Kelly is set in the French Riviera? To catch a thief. All right, they are strong in this category. They have seen some Alfred Hitchcock category. Flicks. All right. Question three. The Trouble with Harry from 1955 marked the movie debut of what Oscar winning actress? Shirley MacLaine. That is correct. <laughs> wow. This is, uh, boy, don't let the Christmas head fool you. Alonzo <laughs> knows a lot about murderous, suspenseful <laughs> he films. Does. He does. Fourth question coming in here out of six. In Vertigo, Jimmy Stewart plays a retired what? A police officer. We'll accept that. Absolutely. There Absolutely. Two more points. Guy used to be the fuzz. All right. Uh, fifth question. What establishment is Green Manors, the setting of Hitchcock's Spellbound? A psychiatric facility. 
Yeah, we're going to accept that. A mental hospital says a psychiatric facility, that's the same thing in my He book. just used bigger words yeah. than what we had written. Yeah. You shouldn't be penalized for that. Final <laughs> question. Final question. What is the name of the De Winter estate in Rebecca? Manderley. Wow. <laughs> the wrong <laughs> just boom. That is a feat. Matt Anthony, all Perfect. he can do is high five and get fr- I don't know that Alonzo either blinked or looked in Anthony's no. direction <laughs> no. one time. It was it was him in his zone. Wow. And what a zone that was there. Well, that's a big lead coming through. I figured somebody else had to get their perfect round. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at that. Great, Great that complimentary each other. And that's what happens in the team division, Ken, is that yeah. if you can compliment your, your uh, fellow competitor's knowledge, then it really makes for a daunting challenge for a team like Supreme intellect who now have to step up to that wheel and live up to their name or wow. else they could be knocked out absolutely 27 11 16 point lead you need to stay within 10 so supreme <laughs> intellect evil geniuses excuse me supreme intellect uh who will be spinning simon the rookie the go over there take a big here comes big hack simon. Out of that wheel give it a good spin reefton's wheel filled with uh, <laughs> it's Manderly. Yeah. Uh, spin is in. It's, oh, in. No. It's, a spin. it's a good spin. It was a fine it's spin. John no, 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 no. Apatow, you going to keep it? Or... Uh, Simon oh, are we counting that spin? Uh, yeah. I would say let's spin again with, with force this time. Like you mean. Yeah. Okay. See, Lon Harris always giving again. to his pupils. Yeah. We've got... Fantasy, Fantasy You have no choice at that point. Return. I, Return. Love, uh, <laughs> I love this new wheel, man. It spins like it's a video in a Pornhub category. Just. <laughs> <laughs> it's metal. Yeah. Uh, the voice of experience, Ken Knapsack. <laughs> All right, gentlemen, six questions, uh, just like the Paddington 2 has. Hopefully your fate will be similar. Each question is worth two points. And you could use all of them. Your first of six in the world of sci-fi fantasy. Who plays Douglas Quaid in the 2012 remake of Total Recall? Colin Farrell. Two points, Ken. They're on their way back. Two points. All right. Do we get an extra point if we've actually seen the film? <laughs> it's a fine question. I could, I could actually question. charge you a point. Because there were two of us. I did enjoy that, that, that remake. All right, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah we had to sit through it, too. And Colin Farrell. <laughs> Fantasy sci-fi. Who directed the film Ex Machina? Conferring. They do have... Uh, they need four points, four points to secure entry into round three. Five. Four. Uh, Three, can, we, uh, can you repeat two. the question? I can repeat the question. That's your second use of the JTE rule. Who directed Ex Machina? It's one of the classic usages of the rule. Mm-hmm. Is to That's just buy yourself some strategy. time. It's at the tip of your tongue. Can yeah, multiple they, choice. They're going to have to go to multiple choice, and your options are, is it A, Ridley Scott, B, Denny Villeneuve, C, Alex Garland, or D, Neil Blomkamp? It's uh, Alex Garland. It that's is. That's a point. And that's a point. Almost there. They're still in TKO territory. They got to secure themselves uh, into the next round. And they can help their case to get into round three if they answer this next question correct. Who played the sorcerer Balthazar Blake in Disney's The Sorcerer's Apprentice? Uh, That is uh, Nicolas Cage. The all time great Nicolas Cage. That is correct. All right. Your next question, this is your fourth in round number two. In the film Looper, 
What is the nickname of the man who, in the future, will overthrow the five crime bosses and close all the loops? We'll go multiple choice. I can provide that. Is it A, Stormbreaker, B, Gatekeeper, C, Rainmaker, or D, Goldbearer? Say Rainmaker? It might have been a guess, but it gets them a that point, works. Ken. And guarantees their passage yes, to the next round. Not just yeah, because Paddington 2 could, oh, steal. could steal. You're they right, you're right, you're right. Steal. You're right. We have two questions left for evil geniuses, and now you do look at it as not only can we get into round three, but maybe we can make, make some noise some round in round three. Your penultimate question in the world of fantasy sci-fi, at the beginning of the film Mortal Kombat. Who is the reigning Mortal Kombat champion? That's a, that's a, that's a great question. That's, yeah. Yeah, sure. It seems like a no-brainer to me. Five. Uh, we'll go multiple choice. I can provide that. <laughs> is it A, Shang Tsung, B, Goro, C, Princess Katana, or D, Shao Kahn? was no help whatsoever. <laughs> Let's say Goro. Another guess and another correct point. <laughs> he, had, he had four arms. I got it. I think he won't admit to it, but the professor dropped some quarters into some Mortal Kombat machines. In the <laughs> I'm glad he watched Mortal Kombat last night. I'm very glad we did that. Uh, actually, I watched Mortal Kombat Annihilation last night. That was my mistake. Ooh. The preparation for Ooh. Smash. Hopefully, no questions will be asked about that misfire. Your last question in round number two. This could uh, pull the Supreme Intellect team to within seven of the Paddington 2 going into round number three. In the world of fantasy sci-fi, gentlemen, what is the first name of Christopher Lambert's character in Highlander? <laughs> Not Mortal Kombat. Connor. It is That's Connor, and that is two points. <laughs> He's Connor McLeod of the Clan McLeod. He was born 5,000 years ago on the shores of Loch Sherry. He's immortal and cannot die. Well, I think Lon's seen that movie more than he's seen Mortal Kombat. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, gentlemen, it is now 27 to 20. Ken, I, I look yeah. at this match and I see Paddington, too, throwing such a haymaker, a knockout-worthy haymaker, their yeah. Alfred Hitchcock knowledge. Uh, but props to Supreme Intellect for keeping it a match you going into round number three. You just keep yourself in the game, get yourself within field goal range, and hope for the big kick at the end. And I think that's what the professor and the scholar are doing here today. But it all comes down to this round, Mark. I don't understand your sports metaphors at all. So we'll move on to <laughs> round number three. This is the round that will decide the match West. We go to overtime. In round number three, each team is going to give us a series of numbers. These numbers can range from 1 to 20. Each number corresponds to a different corner of movie, trivia, schmodown, know-how. The first question, the team hears is worth two points. The next one's three points. The last one, should we make it that far, is worth five points. Here's the wrinkle because this is a team match. Once we tell the team the name of the category, the team must select which member is going to answer that question by themselves. The opposite teammate will then answer the three-point question. The team may only confer amongst their two competitors with the five-point question. So the Paddington 2 enjoying a beefy seven-point lead. So your three numbers ranging from 1 to 20, what feels lucky to you cute, adorable, cuddly bears? Uh, go ahead. Uh, 11. 7. Lucky 13. Look at that. All right. All good, right. good set of chemistry there. They picked yep. odd numbers only. Mm -hmm. And supreme intellect. Sorry. Two. Got it. Uh, Twelve. Got it. 
10. All evens, oh, Ken. Look at that. Oh, look at that. <laughs> it is a battle. So Ken Napsok will be asking the evil supreme intellectual geniuses their right. questions. Ken, they started with number two. Which what does that correspond to? Modern Classics, also the name of Paul Weller's greatest hits albums released in the early 2000s. Uh, <laughs> who is going to be taking this question? Yes, I'll take it. Simon's going to be taking this two-point <laughs> question. He cannot get help from the professor here. Uh, your two-point question in modern classic is, what was Gollum's original name in the Lord of the Rings films? He's thinking. He's conferring. Five, four. Three, two, one. Need an answer. Nothing no, there. Nothing. Get, get John Woo. Uh, we're looking <laughs> for Smeagol. Smeagol was the name. He's Brother Deagle. Yeah, he has a little conversation with yeah. himself occasionally. Okay. So, Ken, we're going to stick with the supreme intellect for their three-point question. And now we are in range. If Juan Harris can mm -hmm. get this right, they're going to be asked their five-point question. If he misses, the Paddington 2 will move on in the ultimate Schmodown tournament. Absolutely. You guys selected number 12. Lon, you'll be answering a question in the category of war movies. War movies. A three-point question. What 2003 war film stars Jude Law, Nicole Kidman, and Renee Zellweger? Cold Mountain? That is correct. That is correct. Look at that. They are in striking distance, but it all comes down to this mark. They could take a lead they if they get this five-point question right. Yeah. This, would, this would be amongst the greatest comebacks of all time in the Schmodown. They were somehow able to get this five-point. Then the Paddington 2 misses all their questions, but we are a long way away. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. You I feel encouraged. Thank you. Chose uh, number 10. Which is so we can, we can confer on You this. can confer okay. together. You have your JT rules, uh, two of them left. Uh, category is fantasy sci-fi. Oh, good. Fantasy. Haven't, haven't even dipped a toe into sorry. it. Can't wait. <laughs> In 2005's Serenity, who plays the relentless alliance operative sent to track down River Tam? It's uh, Chiwetel Ejiofor. That's correct for what? five points. <laughs> Five points. It pushes it back across the table. All right. So now, Ken, the Paddington 2. My, am I a fortune teller? <laughs> I, I hope not. not. I don't know what's, mm. what's happening anymore. Two points. <laughs> two point. Your uh, category that the Paddington 2 selected was number 11, and that corresponds to famous actors and famous actresses. For two points, which? Sure. Okay. I'll take it. Matt Atchity stepping up mm -hmm. could possibly be the hero today. All right. <laughs> Your question, Matt, for two points and the win. Emily Blunt made her feature film debut in this 2004 David Frankel film. The Devil Wears Prada? And your winner, the Paddington 2, will move on in the ultimate showdown team wow. tournament. They didn't even
even break a sweat in round number three. Although Supreme Intellect did avoid the knockout, the technical knockout, yep. they made Paddington to prove their knowledge, and boy, do they have a lot yeah, of intent. Look, if you're going to lose, I like pushing to them to make your opponent win versus you uh, dropping the ball. And I think uh, Supreme Intellect showed that they have a wide range of intellect here here today. They just gave it a little short. But what about the Paddington 2? These two veterans of the game here to prove themselves, Mark, to show that, no, we're not just here for entertainment and amusement. We're here to win as well and also be entertaining and amusing. Uh, so I, I think it's a big win for the Paddington. That's right. I mean, you look at what the Paddington 2 did here today. They didn't have to answer their three other five-point question. No. Or we, we might be in range of all-time points scored in a match by a team. Yep. We had a perfect round at number one from Mr. Matt Ashley. We had a perfect round two, largely in part due to Alonzo Duralde's Alfred Hitchcock knowledge. Wow, and yeah. the question that they were asked in round number three, they got that one. So the Paddington two proved that if you sleep on them at all, or you go into round number two trailing them by even a couple of points, you are in danger of getting knocked out because they can get a round two category they like, and they can zoom past you like Vin Diesel in one of those furiously fast movies. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those are great films, as uh, the professor will tell you. There, uh, we are almost set to go to some uh, post-game wrap-ups here, mm -hmm. Mark. With uh, uh, two, uh, two. Uh, I know we're getting some people in place. Emma Fife is going to be uh, interviewing, and we're getting the inside story here. So let's kick it over to Emma Fife right now. Thanks, Ken. We are here with uh, the victorious Paddington 2. Congratulations, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. It feels good. Yeah, feels I mean, good. Alonzo, Matt, you guys are some of the foremost, you know, film critics in the internet space today, and it's it's really nice to see you thriving here in the Schmodown. Well, you know, the, the bridesmaids thing was only going to take us so far. We needed to finally, <laughs> like, you know, close the deal. And you guys performed, you know, you did it pretty well in the tournament last year, and now you're back in it. Really strong start. Are you planning on taking it all the way to the top this year. That's the plan. If we can keep going like we did today, uh, I had a perfect round the first time. Alonzo slayed in that Hitchcock round every question. I don't think Alonzo actually breathed during that <laughs> Hitchcock round. No, like, he, it was just, like, question he immediately knew. It's like it's like he knew the answers before the questions were done being asked. Like, are you actually Alfred Hitchcock? Uh, well, you know, we do have a similar physique. But beyond <laughs> that, no. I, he was just sort of one of my early film nerd obsessions, so I just... I knew this stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, again, it was it was really an impressive game from both of you. As you say, Matt, you did have that perfect round in round number one. So you had to be feeling pretty good going forward. I was feeling good. I was mad. I, I had that last that bonus question. I had it right, and I changed it. I had 87 uh, and then changed it to 86, which was a huge mistake. Um, but, you know, that was a really – I was really proud of that. And, again, I can't give it up to Alonzo. I don't know how many times in a schmodown we've seen that second round be not just perfect with answers without having to go to multiple choice, but by one person, right? That entire round, that was him all alone. So I got to give it up. That's That really put us over the top, and I'm really, really proud to have him as a partner. Yeah, I mean, that is one of the great things about playing in the team's division is having that ability to have a partner that maybe is stronger in categories that oh, you're just totally. mediocre in. or Yeah, and I think that the two of yeah. you proved today that you balance one another extremely well. Yeah, no, this guy is like knows so much stuff that I don't, and hopefully vice versa, and that's what makes this thing work. So next, you guys are going to be playing the formidable family, Drew McWeeny and Andrew Guy, who are definitely an odd pairing, but I guess they're making it work because they're both Drews. I don't know. <laughs> How are you guys feeling about going up against those two? Uh, Drew, Drew McWeeny's a tough customer. Um, that dude knows a lot, and you know we're not going to come into this match lightly. 
Um, we really are going to do our homework uh, because our, our work's going to be cut out for us, but I think we can take them. Might I also suggest bringing earplugs because Andrew Guy will probably just yell at you a lot. <laughs> well, again, congratulations to both of you. Matt, Alonzo, uh, I look forward to seeing you continue to thrive here in the Ultimate Schmodown Teams Tournament. Thank you, well, Ken, there you have it. I mean, yeah. you look at what the Paddington 2 brought, and, and Matt and Alonzo said it as much as they were prompted by the great Emma Fife. Look, they complement each other's knowledge. Well, that's what you need. It's that team yeah. chemistry, relying on each other, having each other's backs, going into such a high-pressure setting. The pressure only intensifies. Yeah. And so do you like the Paddington 2's chances continuing in the Ultimate Shimona Tournament? Can they get to the finals? I think the Paddington 2 is the type of team that might be overlooked, even though, you know, they're – Everyone respects them as individuals and professionals. They sure. just haven't had a big win or something, you know, and they, there's flashier teams in people's minds. That's silly. That's silly. This is today shows that you need to fear the Paddington 2 in this tournament going forward. They do work well together. It's like you and I on the road. You know Taco Bell's menu. I know Del Taco's menu. And we work together for the best road Number trip possible. Number two, no sour cream extra ground beef. Del we move on to burrito and double Del cheeseburger. Supreme right. Our supreme intellect is limited to fast food chains. The supreme intellect of supreme intellect slash the evil genius is a lot more than that, but they came up short today. Emma Fife has an exclusive interview with the losers of the match. And we are back with the evil, sorry, the supreme intellect. Is that, that's what we're calling this pairing now. Uh, you know, well, things it just, matter. it didn't really Go your way today, Lon. I, I know it's it's been kind of it's been a tough year for you in general here at the Schmodown. You know, Emerline, which I would add is also the name of the estate from Hitchcock's Shadow of a Doubt. I, I, I feel I just don't even understand this competition anymore. I, I don't know what's happened. It seems like uh, intellect, scholarism, and uh, Good, good playing is not being rewarded, and instead we are in this system of endless uh, japery, these pedestrian kind of questions. I, I just, uh, oh, um, okay. Or I guess in your case, it wasn't being rewarded. Your um, incredible art skills, Simon. I have to say, uh, congrats on on really really having some skill there with a with a dry erase marker. Well, I mean, I I just like to think that there aren't enough sausages uh, drawn or cats drawn in this. But I I also I'm kind of philosophical um, about the result because it's not that we were the losers. It's just that we were the ones that didn't win. Um, so I think had we had two more points, we would have won. But unfortunately, those points were not forthcoming. But, you know, as my mother always said, stop it or you'll go blind. Um, okay. Um, great. Well, uh, you know, Jonathan, uh, I guess Hi. we're left uh, with you to, to speak on Lon's behalf here. Um, I... Any idea what's what's going on there? He just kind of left. Um, Lon got a B plus on a mythology paper in high school, and he didn't come out of his room for four months. Uh, I know him very well. I know he will get over this. He will come back better than ever. He just needs, you know, some good oatmeal, some Metamucil, good slap on the back. Not from me, from our mother. I'll give her a call. Um, but we will be back. Uh, the supreme clientele, the supreme uh, intellect will be back better than ever. And, uh, you know, this is, just a, this is just a stepping stone from 
Paddington 1's 83% on Rotten Tomatoes to Paddington 2's 92% on Rotten Tomatoes. You know, yeah. this will improve. It's like, that's a really um, positive and well-researched way of, of thinking about it there. Thank you, Jonathan. I got, I got data last week. Data on my phone last week. I'm very glad that you can Google stuff and read. I would expect nothing less from somebody who manages teams, the evil geniuses, supreme intellect, whatever you're being called nowadays. Uh, unfortunately, this is the end of the road for you here in the Ultimate Schmodown Teams Tournament. Uh, but you know, Simon, we, you know, I look forward to to seeing you come back to the Schmodown someday and continue to, you know, answer incorrectly with confidence. Uh, and, uh, you know, contribute a, a little something artistically to the show. Well, I mean, I killed a man once. Okay, I think that's going to be that then. Uh, back to you at the desk. All right, learning a lot of carnal knowledge from Simon Thompson, yeah. but also the big story, Ken, Alon yeah. Harris leaving the interview, not really like him. Yeah. Does he have office hours currently? I, yeah, he's like Indiana Jones uh, at school. You can never find him to talk about your, your paper or, or wink at him. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I, I don't know. We'll see if the Harris brothers can pull together. I, I enjoyed uh, Simon, and, and, you know, I'm sure he, he, like I, knows if you go out behind the casinos of Prim, Nevada, you can find a good soft spot to bury somebody. But I don't think, uh, you know, I don't think he's done here. But I, I think the, the supreme intellect, the Harris brothers, they have to work on what's going on. They have to get that shirt up before next season. This season continues on with the Ultimate Showdown Team Tournament. And, yes, the Paddington 2 have advanced, and that is going to be our show here today. Before we let you go, I want to remind you guys to grab tickets for Schmodown Live events at the SchmodownLive.com. Pick those up today before they sell out. That is Ken Knapsack. I am Mark Ellis. Ken, on behalf of Buffalo Bills Casino in Prim, Nevada, we want to thank you for joining us here today. What's the latest in the world of the Inside Schmodown program? Uh, Inside Schmodown, uh, stay stay tuned for that. We're gonna we got some cool things coming with that show, some uh, live interactive things possibly. Stay tuned. I will stay tuned and see if I get a text to one day appear on that show once again. Check us out wherever you enjoy your podcast and on YouTube. Subscribe right here as we continue on in the Ultimate Schmodown Tournament. That's Ken. I'm Mark. We'll see you next time on the movie trivia Schmodown. <laughs> Well, would you look at that? The actual castle from Dracula. No, no, it's the castle from Harry Potter. Hogwarts castle. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what that reminds me? You missed that bloody Baron question against Chandru. So what I'm gonna need you to do is you go in there, you ride that ride 50 times, you tell them you got the fast, fast Kaiser Pass, they'll keep you going, and what you do is you go in there, you don't come out till you can tell me the names of all the house ghosts. Now beat it. I don't even know what I just said. Have you made the switch to NYX? Millions of women have made the switch to the revolutionary period underwear from NYX. That's K-N-I-X. Period panties from NYX are like no other, making them the number one leak-proof underwear brand in North America. They're comfy, stylish, and absorbent, perfect for period protection from your lightest to your heaviest days. They look, feel, and machine wash just like regular underwear, but feature incognito protection that has you covered. You can shop sizes from extra small to 4XL. Choose from all kinds of colors, prints, and different styles, from bikinis to boy shorts, thongs to high-rise. You've got to try NYX. See why millions are ditching disposable, wasteful period products and have switched to NYX.
Go to knix.com and get 15% off with promo code TRY15. That's nix.com promo code TRY15 for 15% off life-changing period underwear. That's knix.com.